0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Biz, sponsored by Butter. When I was a little kid, I had a real problem with... Movies just right in the middle, cutting the storyline into a half with a song. Because I wanted to know what was going to happen. Maybe I was watching Teen Beach Movie. Maybe High School Musical, just to spice it up. And then they start singing. I wanted to know what was going to happen to Sharpay and Ryan, and if they were going to get the lead, and not Gabriella and Troy. Okay? Thank you. But now that I'm a full-grown theater kid, I want more. I was watching High School Musical the other day. There's only like eight songs. Eight songs. Hamilton has 46. How many? 46 songs. Okay, Disney, this is your limit now. You get 46 songs and that's how much you get. You do not get to put only eight songs into High School Musical. Okay? Thank you. At least they're putting more songs into High School Musical, the musical, the series. That I am proud of. Okay. Done with the rant. Let's get on to the show. Welcome to the second episode of The Biz. Today we're talking old Disney movies some that I grew up with and I absolutely love for audition songs, and improv. Some people find improv really, really hard to do, but with these tips and tricks and secrets, you will be able to be improv and left and right. So if you're one of those kids who needs audition songs, or if you're one of those people who just can't do improv and never raises their hand when the director asks for anyone to do improv, then you're going to like today's episode. Before we begin, I have a quick announcement, and it is huge news for me. I don't know if it is for you, because I don't know if I have any listeners yet, but I am going to be posting regularly. On Tuesdays and Fridays, I'm going to be posting new episodes. I know I posted one yesterday on Monday, but I had been working on that since Friday, and I just didn't have time to post it on Friday because I started late, and it was the first episode, so, you know. So make sure to stay tuned on Tuesdays and Fridays to listen to the whole new episodes. They're going to be about 10 to 15 minutes long because I don't do super huge long one-hour ones unless it's a live podcast in which you can message me on and give me any advice that you feel that I could need for this podcast, or just come to me and ask for advice, and I can give it to you live on the podcast. So I'm excited, I'm really excited for this, and I hope you enjoy the show. Today I have found Disney audition songs for sopranos. Although I am doing this for sopranos today, that does not mean that in the future I won't do audition songs for tenors, basses, and altos. Since I'm a soprano myself, these were the easiest to find. The first song that I would suggest is For the First Time in Forever. Most directors require you to sing about one minute of a song, but some will say that they require one minute to prepare you and then only have you sing about 30 seconds of it. The second one that I would suggest is the song Mother Knows Best from the movie Tangled. This is a song that is a bit difficult because it's in a grown, is in a more grown-up person's voice, but I feel like a lot of you can do it. The third one I'm going to suggest is Just Around the River Bend," which in all too an alto could also do. It's from Pocahontas. I really love this song, and it's one of my mom's favorite songs from Pocahontas. Pocahontas, although lots of different people love Colors of the Wind. Number four is I Won't Say I'm In Love from Hercules. This is one of my favorite songs and one of my favorite movies because I love the character Meg so much. She is so spunky, and I always wanted to be like her. Number five would be Home from Beauty and the Beast. This is not a very well-known song because it's not in the original or the live action. But in the in the musical that I am doing, it's in there, so I know this song and it's in the Broadway musical. I would seriously suggest it. It's such a sweet song, but there's a very high note at the end. So if you want to try and tackle that one, then feel free. Number uh, number six, sorry, I lost track, is Spoonful of Sugar from Mary Poppins. This is a very, a lot of these are very common for people who are singing different songs. Directors like to hear different songs that are kind of buried and they want to hear your range in different places that you can go. And these songs are very good for range and different places. Um, I The last one that I would suggest is Watch What Happens from Newsies the Musical. This one is very hard to tackle. I actually did it for a, a virtual talent show because of Corona and all, and it was really hard. It took a lot of warming up to get just get me even prepared for this song, and I had to take it down a note when the high note at the end came because I couldn't reach it in my chest voice. If you want, and if you think that you're able to reach it, that reach the high note then feel free to do that. It's a super hard note to do in your chest voice, but if you want to do it in your head voice, I feel like that would ruin the song just a little bit, but that's my opinion. It's a very fast moving song, but it's still a great audition song. I really love it and um I have a really good connection to this song. Oh, it's from Newsies the musical, the Broadway musical, and it is super amazing. If you have Disney Plus, I seriously recommend watching the cast recording of it because I've watched it about a million times. Okay, moving on. Improv is a fantastic skill to have as a person and as an actor because life is going to throw so many different things at you and sometimes you're not going to know what to do. So improv takes over for you and you just do it. And you don't even really know how. It wasn't scripted. It wasn't really supposed to happen, but you did it. And that's what improv is. When you're on the stage and let's say someone totally forgets a line, they totally blank, they totally forget what they're supposed to say. And everyone on the stage is just silent. Nothing is happening. You can't talk to your fellow actors if you have mics. The whole of everyone is going to be able to hear you and it's going to totally break that virtual wall that's in between you and the audience. The virtual wall is a place that I like to call the no man's land because no man's land is the place where it totally separates the audience from you. When you're on the stage, you're in a totally different place than the audience is. You're not sitting on a chair or in a pew or in a movie theater type place eating popcorn or snacks or watching someone doing a show. You are in that scene. Maybe you are a pirate. Maybe you are a founding father. (laughs) It really doesn't matter. But the virtual wall cannot be broken because it will ruin it for the audience. And the last thing you want to do is ruin the show for the audience. So improv is a very, very important thing to have because if someone blanks on a line and it's just total silence, it's going to ruin it. But if you have improv on your side, you can improvise a line for them because if you've memorized the whole script and you know what is going to happen next, you can improvise it into your line and just keep everything going smoothly. And that will totally relieve everyone and it's just going to go past. And most things happen smoothly after that. Like I mentioned before, improv does not come naturally to everyone, because there are some people who can totally do it naturally, they can think on the fly, and it's really hard for some other people. And that's why at the place where I do singing, acting, musicals, plays, you name it, we do improv games. Improv games like Elevator, Park Bench, My Strange Addiction. I know that's a show, but we turned it into an awesome and super hilarious improv game. I've noticed when I'm in different shows, there's some people who always raise their hand and want to go. I'm one of those people because I love comedy and I love to make it super hilarious and everyone laughs. But there are some other people who just never raise their hand. Never at all. And these are some different things that can help those people who don't feel comfortable with doing stuff like that, with doing improv games. One good tip for being good at improv is to have good knowledge of different things around you. I'm not saying that you have to be the next Albert Einstein or be on Jeopardy or be like Jeopardy James and absolutely destroy and get a million dollars and stuff like that with your knowledge. Knowledge means that you basically need to be observant of everything around you. Like, let's say your director picks out this scene for you, and you're just like okay, what what do I know about this? Maybe it's a police officer and a hillbilly coming into civilization. What do you know about police officers? You know they have pepper spray. You know they have a gun. You know that they have authority in the law. What do you know about hillbillies? You know that they're absolutely crazy. You know that they're kind of country or assumed to be kind of country. You know that they are kind of when people think of hillbillies, they think of barefoot, bucktooth, raccoon, hat-wearing people <laughs> when you think of a hillbilly. And if, those t- and if you know enough about those two characters, you can keep the scene moving w- just with your knowledge that you know. Another good tip for improv is figuring out how to keep the scene going. A thing that stops a lot of people from keeping the scene going is denial. Like, let's say someone's like, oh my gosh, there is purple spaghetti in the cafeteria. And then another person says, um, no, there's not. That is denial. That is something that cannot keep the scene going. Like, instead of saying, um, no, it's not, you could say something like, oh my goodness, there is purple spaghetti in the lunchroom. I am allergic to purple spaghetti. You could say something like that, and it would keep the scene going. And maybe the next person would say, you're allergic to purple spaghetti? How did you find that out? And that could totally advance into a whole new story of you talking, and it would keep the scene going. But denial is a huge, huge enemy of improv, because that just stops the scene and does not give the other person enough to feed on to keep going in the scene. If someone does denial, it usually stops the scene unless there's someone very experienced who's like, um, yes there is, you've got to come and see it, who can keep the scene going, and the other person can say, um, okay, and then that will keep it going, and everyone will forget about the denial. Another good tip for improv is don't ever be scared. The theater community is one of the most accepting and amazing communities you would ever be able to join. Everyone there, in my experience, is just absolutely loving and amazing and they wouldn't judge you ever. And that's why you should never be scared for going into improv. Like, maybe you mess up. Maybe you accidentally do denial. No one's going to judge you. Your director might say, don't do denial. Or maybe just say, keep going. Or something like that. But they'll never judge you. They will never, ever judge you. So don't be scared. No one's going to laugh unless you say something funny. Or unless you do something funny on stage. And that's how the theater community goes. If you're ever scared to join theater, don't be. It's the most amazing, accepting place, I best, I bet I already said that, that you'll ever be in. So never you'll never have to be afraid to go into theater or step on that stage to do improv. I hope you enjoyed today's episode about good soprano songs for auditions and improv. If there's any other things or any other advice that you need for improv or audition songs, I'll always be here and you can always tell me in the comment section down below. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had a good time in this show and I will see you this Friday. A shout out to Butter for sponsoring this episode.